to welcome you to the Anchor Baptist Church in our graduation and awards ceremony tonight. I thank all of you for coming this direction. I know some of you went from your church to here, and we appreciate that sacrifice and that uh, ability to come here and be with us. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we have folks from out of town, and we appreciate the extra travel that you put in to get here also. I'm Pastor Bell, and it's the only pastor this church has ever known. May I say right now before we get started and I lose this thought, parents, grandparents, moms, dads, supporters, thank you so much for what you've done uh, for the students that come to our Anchor Baptist School. It means a lot to us, and I think you're going to see some of that tonight. Uh, a lot of you may have gone to public school graduations. Yeah, this would be a little different. Uh, you, you, you may not recognize it right off of that. Huh, it's about the same. Oh, no, no, it's, it's completely different. I've gone to them, and I think you're going to see the difference, and I hope that you do. If you didn't, something's wrong with us. But I'm glad to have you here. Thank you so much for attending, and we're going to get started. So let's start by having prayer. Would you bow your head with me, please, and let's ask God's blessing upon our service. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for allowing this place to exist for all of these decades. Thank you for Jesus Christ above everything, for without him it would be impossible for us to be able to do anything. But because of him, we can do all things. It's in your timing. It's your way. It has to be that way. And I pray that tonight this will be a memory that the not only the young people and the teachers, but also the parents, the grandparents, those who give and pray and watch over and help, thank you for them also. Please help us tonight. Bless the students. Please, Lord, they've worked hard all year long. And I think, I hope that the parents, the grandparents, those who give for the support of the students in the school will realize, yeah, it's worth it. Father, thank you so much. Please help us tonight, for it's in Christ's name we pray these things. Amen.
If you'd please remain standing with us, we'd like to do our Pledge of Allegiance to our national flag, our Christian flag, and the Bible. The American flag, attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Christian flag, attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior crucified, risen and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. And to the Bible, attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. If you please remain standing and grab your hymnals, we'd like to sing a congregational to begin tonight. As you remain standing, take your songbook and turn to page number 89. Page number 89, Mansion Over a Hilltop, and we'll sing this here starting on the first. I'm satisfied with just a cottage below on the first. I'm satisfied with just a cottage below.
singing. We're going to have a word of prayer, and we're going to take up our offering this evening. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, dear God, I pray that you bless this evening. Thank you for this opportunity that we have to be in your house, God, but then also thank you for these graduates, dear God, and all they put in, all the labor my parents put in to this night. And God, I pray that you bless, bless the offering, bless the gift and the giver. Thank you for all that you'll do in our hearts this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. first, second, and third grade class have a special presentation showcasing our nation's flag. To conclude, they will be singing the Star Spangled Banner. When the music begins, we ask that you stand and salute out of respect for our national anthem and flag. They will be directed by Mrs. Emma Miller.
celebration of our great national symbol, the flag of the United States of America. The American flag has stood as a symbol of freedom and justice for over 225 years. Through wars and in times of peace, the sight of the American flag has inspired marches to force and assurance to friends that freedom lives. Our flag proved its pride and strength when it remained firmly in place at dawn on September 14, 1815, after enduring the exploding shells and rocket fire of the British warship in the Battle of Fort McHenry. The great victory, a national symbol, inspired Francis Scott Key to put the lyrics in the Star Spangled Banner. Another symbol captures the power and glory of our history and a source of pride and unity for all Americans. The colors, stars, and stripes were chosen very carefully to demonstrate the very colors used to make a nation great. Seven stripes of old glory red. The color red represents strength and courage. It is also known to represent the bloodshed of gallant men and women who have served and fought to protect our country's freedom. White. Six stripes of basic white. The color white represents purity and innocence. White is the purest of all colors. White signifies that we are pure and independent from other countries. Blue, all glory blue. The color blue signifies justice and vigilance of our republic and American ideals, as well as perseverance in times of difficulties. and stars. There is a blue rectangle in the upper left corner of the flag. The blue field, referred to as a canton, has 55 pointed stars arranged in nine offset horizontal rows. The 50 stars represent each state within the United States. It is documented that the stars on the U.S. flag are a symbol of the heavens. Betty Ross and I am believed to be a seam chef who stitched together an American flag. As we reflect on the American flag, we are reminded that every thread stitched together represents our unity and stand for our Under God, we prove our love for liberty and justice for all. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you our great national.
At this time, it is my honor to introduce to you our school faculty. Please stand as I call your name. We will present to the ladies a bouquet of flowers, and you may be seated upon receiving it. Please hold your applause for our staff until after all have been introduced. Mrs. Jessica Munson. Please hold your applause till the end. Mrs. Munson has completed her seventh year of teaching. This is her second year teaching our kindergarten class, and she did an excellent job. She has five very active students, and with grace, firmness, and consistency, taught all five their much-needed academic foundation. She challenged her class, and they have all grown together this past year. Mrs. Emma Miller. This is Mrs. Miller's second year of teaching at the Anchor Baptist School. She taught our first, second, and third grades this year. We asked Mrs. Miller if she would be willing to help by taking an extra grade from what she taught last year, and she very graciously accepted. She has done a fantastic job in teaching her students. Mrs. Sox Mao. This year, Ms. Sox did not have a class she was actively teaching, but she still volunteered to come in and help with the gym class and to be the girls' gym teacher for much of that year. We are very grateful for her servant's heart and her willingness to be used and to aid with her talents and abilities. Ms. Sox also has been our substitute teacher whenever needed. Mrs. Melissa Cordry. This is Mrs. Cordry's fifth year of teaching. She taught all the junior high and high school grammar, as well as the junior high math and science, algebra two, and speech class. Mrs. Cordry aims to help her students achieve excellence in all that they do. On top of all that, Mrs. Cordry works tirelessly with great dedication as the school secretary. 
Dr. George Bell. Pastor Bell, the founder of the Anchor Baptist School back in 1989, he saw the need of a Christ-centered education for our young people and founded the Anchor Baptist School in 1993. For the last 30 years, this school has been a staunch young of biblical-based academics. Not only does he preach in chapel services, but he also teaches our high school and junior high Bible class. Brother Peter Cordry. Hi, I'm Brother Peter Cordry. This is my fourth year as the principal of the Anchor Baptist School. I teach the majority of the junior high and high school classes. Mrs. Gay Kaiser. Mrs. Kaiser has completed her eighth year teaching at the Anchor Baptist School. And including her previous teaching experience, she has taught 15 years collectively. Mrs. Kaiser taught our fourth, fifth, and sixth grade classes. Mrs. Kaiser gives herself to her students, and she is deeply loved by those she teaches. For those who do not know, Mrs. Kaiser, after much prayer and consideration, has decided to retire from teaching. During her years at the Anchor Baptist School, she taught 24 of our students. This number would be higher if it had not been for the fact that four years ago we asked Mrs. Kaiser to switch from just teaching the first and second to move to the third through sixth and teaching in those grade levels. We greatly appreciate the hard work and dedication of Mrs. Kaiser, the work that she has shown, the dedication she has shown to our school, our students, but most importantly, to our Savior. Mrs. Kaiser, from the school administration, faculty, and students, we would like to give you a tote that has some gift and notes from the students and staff. One of Mrs. Kaiser's favorite animals is the deer. To commemorate your time of service and dedication at the Anchor Baptist School, we want to present you with this acrylic deer to say thank you, and may God bless you in this new exciting chapter of your life. Please show by your applause the honor due these people. K-5 class has learned many things throughout the year. Our program is based on phonics. At the end of every year, every child is able to read, write, and recite memory verses, songs, and poems. At this time, our kindergarten class has a presentation directed by Mrs. Jessica Munson.
At this time, we will present our students with an award of completion. Please come forward as your name is called. Kaylee Graber. Samantha Jean-Vierre. Charlotte Miller. Abraham Mucino. Ethan Pledger. Toby Mao. Mercy Timmis. Sophia Mucino. 
Sillier Jr. Simmons.
Omarion Brumfield. Soto. Jakai Lennon. <laughs> Matthias Olkanen. Our fourth, fifth, and sixth grade class have committed themselves, with the help of their teacher, Mrs. Kaiser, to go above and beyond in their scripture memorization that we implemented this year. They will now come and recite Philippians chapter 1. They will be directed by Mrs. Kaiser. Thank you. 
be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ. Be filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. But I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out, rather, unto the furthest of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ, even of envy and strife, and some also of good will. The one preach Christ of contention, not sincerely, Supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. What then, notwithstanding, every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice, for I know that shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed but that with all boldness as always so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body whether it be my life or by death or to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is a fruit of my labor, yet what I shall choose I want not. For I am in a straight betwixt two, having a desire to depart, and to be with Christ, which is far better, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh, is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me. By my coming to you again, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of that whether I come and see you or else, be as I may hear of your affairs. That ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation. And that of God, for unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, that only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which ye saw in me, and now you're to be in me. Philippians 1, verse 1 through 3.
present our academic awards. These awards are a testament to the diligence with which these students have worked. You may applaud each student as he receives his award. The first of our academic awards are the honor roll awards. We have two honor rolls. Our general honor roll is for students who have achieved A's and B's for all four quarters in every class this school year. The following students have earned the honor roll award. Kayvon Lee. Juliana Mussino. <laughs> Sofia Mussino. Mercy Timmis. Jakai Lennon. Erilyn Marie Tillman. Yeah. 
our prestigious honor roll is the principal's honor roll. Students must receive all A's for all four quarters in every single class. This is a very difficult thing to do, and these students are very deserving of congratulations. The following students have earned the Principal's Honor Roll Award. Liam Graber. Cameron Brumfield. Giovanni Rodriguez. <laughs> Penelope Soto. Our next award is for perfect attendance. This award reflects a student of great character and is a coveted award. Please show the honor due to this great achievement of dedication and principle. The following students have earned the perfect attendance award. Kelmarion Brumfield. Our final academic awards are for the students who finished the year with the highest grade percent average in the elementary and the highest grade point average in the junior high and high school. Both of these were very close this year. Two elementary students were less than a half percent apart from each other. 
and there were four junior high and high school students that were neck and neck and had all GPAs of 4.0 plus. The elementary student with the highest grade percent average with a 98.76% A+. Ethan Pledger. The student with the highest grade point average in the junior high and high school with a GPA of 4.2 is Giovanni Rodriguez, Jr. for this school year is joy in the Lord. Our verse for the year is Philippians 4.4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. In accordance with our verse and theme for the year, the junior high and high school have a special. They will come and sing at this time. They will be directed by Mrs. Cordray.
Our next award is the Christian Servant Award. This award is not an academic award, though poor academics would disqualify a candidate. This award is designated for students who have exhibited a spirit of Christian servitude to and a right relationship with both their authorities and their peers. The winner of the Christian Servant Award is Wayne Timmis. The final award is our Weaver Scholarship Award. I would like Brother and Mrs. Weaver to make their way towards the platform at this time. This award is awarded to a student who maintains a grade of C or higher in all classes. As well, the student must have a testimony of good character from all authorities and they must be in need of financial aid. This student has met all the qualifications of this award. The recipient of the Weaver Scholarship Award is Annie Eve Janvier. Brother Pledger to come and lead us in another congregational. Please take your psalm books there and turn to page number 296. Page number 296. Let's all stand. We'll sing this song here. No, not one. 
Page number 296, we'll sing the first, second, and the last on the first. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one, no, not one. None else could heal all our souls' diseases. No, not one, no, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He Singing, please be seated. At the onset of summer this past year, Pastor Bell and myself, while finishing the planning for the school year, decided on a theme for the school year to be joy in the Lord. We both agreed that through the influence of the world, that having very joyless young people was becoming a very prevalent issue and problem. We agreed that all people, especially those in a Christian school, should be ones with the utmost joy. Yet many times, the countenance is just that or even worse than those who have no hope or go to schools outside the protection of the Christian school. Along with the theme of joy in the Lord, we decided to implement a new standard of memorization of the Word of God. Our new standard would be every month, every student would have a required Bible memorization to recite to their teacher. Elementary would recite three to five verses a month, and junior high and high school would have 10 to 15 verses a month. With the elementary, they would have quoted from memory the first chapter of the book of Philippians. The junior high and high school have quoted the entire book of Philippians. We chose the book of Philippians since we had chosen Philippians 4.4, Rejoice in the Lord Alway, and again I say rejoice, as it was our theme and our theme verse. This is an experience of which I had when I was in school, and the first book of the Bible that we memorized was the book of Philippians as well. Students, 
what you do with that now is entirely up to you. For myself, whenever I hear or I'm reading those books of the Bible that I memorized, it is a joy to be able to have those verses recalled to my memory. Now, if you wish to never recite or refresh your memory, that is your choice. But I would greatly encourage you to keep that which you have memorized and continue to add on in memorization of the scriptures. At Anger Baptist School, it is our goal to be a school that is honoring and pleasing to our Lord and our Savior. In every way, we strive for excellence and balance, <coughs> grace and truth, blue denim and lace. A true school, an institution of education, truly understands that academics is only a portion of learning and education. Education is a balance. Just like our Lord is the perfect example of balance, we desire to implement that in the students that are entrusted to our care and teaching. That is why we have a weekly chapel service. That is why we added Bible memorization requirement for all grades. As well, that is why we endeavor to use the conventional teaching method. We have many projects and times when students learn to work with one another. It is my heart's desire and goal that every year, every student that I have the privilege to teach and train at the end of the year will not only have the academic knowledge needed for the next grade, but social skills, responsibility, the spiritual aptitude, the attitude, the physical ability that is needed as the child grows. Ultimately, as the principal, it is my goal for the day that my students walk off these steps holding their diplomas and tassels turn that they have been not just taught the required academics from the state of Ohio, but they have been truly prepared for the real world, that they are now ready for whatever the Lord has for their lives. Third John verse four says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. As my father said to myself and my siblings, he does not care what we do or where we go as long as we are doing what the Lord would have for our lives. That is my goal for our students at the Anchor Baptist School. I desire to see many years down the road, graduates that were under my care, serving the Lord and furthering the gospel of our Savior. Whether that be a church staff member or just a layman in the church, as long as you are doing the Lord's will, I, Pastor Bell, your teachers, your parents, will be overflowing with joy. Students of the Anchor Baptist School, tonight will conclude another school year. For some, this is your first. For some, this is your last. For some, the fall holds your first, last day of high school. We conclude this year with many emotions, like every year. There is always a bitter sweetness to the conclusion of a great feat. Please know, I will endeavor to push you to excellence and to go beyond, but I applaud you for overcoming and completing. Some have had times when you needed to have a chat with me in my office. Others have missed an award by only half a percent. Others have surprised yourself with how far you have come and what you have been able to achieve. With all that in mind, the good times, the bad times, the times you wish not to remember, the times you wish you could continue on, <coughs> congratulations and keep up the hard work. 
I look forward to another amazing school year in the fall, and I cannot wait to see and experience the joys and battles that the Lord has in store. Speaking on the next school year, we have three students who will no longer join the ranks of the students of Anchor Baptist School ever again. But now tonight, you will join the honor of those to be called an alumnus of the Anchor Baptist School. A very hearty well done and congratulations. For those that do not know, this class holds a very special place in my heart. I have had students graduate before and I will have students graduate after. But you see, this is my first high school class. Their first year of high school was my first year as the principal of the Anchor Baptist School. You three hold and will hold a very special place in my heart. We have all learned and grown over these past four years and it has been my honor and privilege to have been your principal and teacher. I may no longer be your personal teacher or principal, but please never hesitate or question if you can seek for my help or guidance or advice. Just as in school, my door is open. This is your commencement exercise, quite appropriately named. You stand at the beginning of life's next exciting chapter. This chapter holds some of the most exciting but daunting times of your life. Always remember, the man that walks with God always arrives at his destination. Remember, as the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Pastor Bell, your parents, myself, and most importantly, the Lord, is in your corner. We all desire to see you attempt great things for God and achieve great things for God. I look forward to seeing you grow further and learn and mature into the adult the Lord has planned. I charge the three of you to never, set, to never settle for mediocre, just enough. In everything that you do, strive for excellence. Strive to please your Lord and your Father. Anchor Baptist School, thank you for the wonderful year. I am looking forward to the fall. Graduates, tonight you three will become alumni. Over a decade of work and dedication has culminated into this moment. Once again, it has been my honor to have been your principal and teacher. of our graduates have prepared a speech reflecting their years here at the Anchor Baptist School. Our first graduate to speak this evening will be Giovanni Gonzalez. Hello, my name is Giovanni Gonzalez and I have been in Anchor Baptist School for 12 years. To be honest, most of my memories at Anchor are a blur. 
But one thing I do remember is how much fun this school year was. At this time, I would like to give thanks. I would like to thank God for giving me the opportunity to live this far and giving me the opportunity to go to the school. And I would like to thank God for my salvation. I remember I got saved one day in chapel so many years ago. Also, Pastor Bell, for keeping the school open for another year. And even though I can be idiotic sometimes, he still let me be a part of the school. He taught Bible class, and I would say what I liked the most was when he taught about the tabernacle, about how the objects that are in the tabernacle have meaning behind it. I really enjoyed it. I want to thank my mom and my dad for paying my school bill for all these years, for their love and patience that they have given me over the years. Thank you for the sacrifice of putting me and Solomon through school. I know that you could have bought so many other things, but you guys wanted me to attend here. I'm happy to call you my mom and dad. Without you both, I would not be able to stand here and say I am graduating. For uh, Brother and Mrs. Weaver, for helping my parents out with our school bill for a while. Thank you for thinking of my family and helping us to keep here, keep us here at Anchor Baptist School. Even though you did not need a help, you had the desire to do so and be a blessing to us. And for Brother Yoder, for helping me out in a difficult time, I remember that we would pray together every day in the morning for, for a specific need. It took some time, but God answered my prayer. I'm glad that I had Brother Yoder to lead me in the right direction. I'd like to thank Brother and Mrs. Corky for choosing to be the principal and secretary of the Anchor Baptist School. I know that they didn't have to do it, but they decided to help the church out with the school, and I'm glad they did. This past summer, I enlisted in the Ohio Army National Guard. For my MOS, I picked being an electrician. After my contract, I do not know what I would do or what God has planned for me. If I do not re-enlist, I would probably just be an electrician. I want to end with my favorite Bible verse, Ephesians 6.11. It says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I like this verse because it tells us that God didn't leave us in this world to be vulnerable and to be used by the devil but that he gave us something to stand against the devil. And I tried my best to stand. Thank you for attending and being a part of this special ceremony for me and my fellow graduates. The next graduate to speak will be Aurora Soto. Hi everyone, my name is Aurora Lynn Soto and I want to thank you all for being here tonight. I deeply appreciate it. I deeply appreciate you all being here and everything you had to go through to be able to come here. I have been attending the Anchor Baptist School for my entire 13 years of schooling. I remember my very first day of school, my mom dropped me off, and I was so nervous and scared that I cried. But at the end of the day, I ended up loving school, and I couldn't wait for the next day to come. I have thoroughly enjoyed um, my 13 years of schooling at Anchor Baptist School. I've had a lot of amazing experiences, hardships, and challenges that I've faced, and all the amazing friends that I've made. I've made a lot of amazing memories that I will always cherish. 
I would like to say that I am so thankful and blessed that I had a tremendous privilege to attend such an amazing Christian school as Anchor Baptist School. I now would like to take some time to thank some special people in my life who have helped and encouraged me along the way. First and foremost, I would like to thank God for everything he's done for me and for everything he's given me. I want to thank God for loving me, for saving me, and for helping me along the way. Sorry. Especially when it was crunch time and I was taking the tests and could not recall an answer, so I would pray and God brought back to my memory what I had studied. And I want to thank God because without him, none of this would be possible. Secondly, I want to thank my amazing parents for letting me come here. I want to thank them for their love, their hard work, and their encouragement that they've given me over the years. And I deeply appreciate it. I am so thankful and blessed to have such amazing, hardworking, loving parents. You all know them as Armando and Hope Soto, but I know them as Ma and Da. I would like to say a big thank you, Ma and Da. Thank you so much for all you've done for me. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for putting up with me for the past 12 feet, 17 years. Sorry, 17 years. I love you both very much, and I appreciate deeply all the hard work you've done so that I could go to a Christian school. I love you both so much. Thank you. I also would like to thank all the wonderful teachers who have put their time and effort into teaching me. I would like to say thank you to my kindergarten teacher, Miss Clay, my first grade teacher, Miss Sarah Commander, my third through fourth grade teacher, Miss Yoder, who was my favorite teacher. Thank you. And my, sorry guys, you're good too, but (laughs) she had a good impact on me, so. Um, And my fifth through sixth grade teachers, Miss Abby and Miss Brooke, or my Aunt Brooke, Brookie, thank you so much. My seventh through ninth grade teachers as well, Mrs. Clay, Brother Clay, Brother Combest, Miss Pledger, Pastor Bell, Brother Mrs. Corgi, and Miss Socks. Thank you all so much for taking the time and liberty you all possess to teach me and deal with me in my high school years. Now I think about it, that must have been really rough. (laughs) Now I'd like to say thank you to my substitute teachers as well, Miss Sarah Graber and Miss Tara Moore, my aunt. Thank you so much for stepping out of the way and helping my teachers. Now I'd like to thank my most favorite teachers who have had a big impact on my life. I would like to thank Miss Yoder, as I mentioned earlier, for teaching me to have such a strong passion for reading, which especially made me have a deep passion for reading the word of God, which I was able to use to be a blessing to my grandparents, Terry and Leila Stober, when they were sick and dying of cancer. I used to sit and read the, sorry, read the Bible to them. They loved it so much, even with all the pain they were so loud to hear that. Sorry. I so loved to hear their little songs and sit and read them the Bible. I always thought that was so precious. I am so glad I was able to be a blessing to them, even if it was at the very end of their life. I would also like to thank my grandparents, even though they're not here, because they were two of the best teachers I know. I want to thank them for their love and for everything they did for me. My grandpa for teaching me things about history and the life lessons I can learn from obstacles others have faced in the past, and for teaching me the importance of math and for always
was talking with my math homework that I was always not so fond of because I've never been a math person, to be honest. And for teaching me the importance of hard work, my grandpa was known as a very hard worker. I remember when I was a little girl, he used to have me help him in the garden, pulling weeds, planting, watering, digging, plowing, carrying, and splitting wood. It was hard, especially when you're a little girl and it's like 90 degrees outside and there are mosquitoes that you are allergic to. <laughs> yeah, that was hard, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed helping my grandparents. I enjoyed learning all I could from them. Most of all, I loved spending time with them. I would get a lot of mosquito bites all over my arms and legs, and I would be so tired and dirty, but at the end of the day, when my grandpa took us for a ride in his big orange Kubota down the hill, or when he bought us all ice cream, or when he made us a great big bonfire in the backyard, we made s'mores and told stories. That's what made all that hard work worthwhile, knowing that at the end of the day, you had a lot of fun, you had been a good helper, and you got a sweet treat for your hard work. My grandpa taught me how to be a diligent, faithful, hard worker. He taught me to enjoy hard labor, the importance of it, and what all can be accomplished by it. And he especially taught me not to be lazy. Aside from what my grandpa taught me, my grandma taught me how to cook, how to prepare things, how to be a good cleaner, how to garden, and how to have a cheery countenance, even if things aren't always good. She taught me to be happy. She taught me how to respect my elders and how to be dear and loving. I'm so blessed to have had such amazing, hardworking, loving grandparents. I wish they could have been here because they wanted to see me graduate. And they always wanted to see the day when I would sing in the choir and when I would get married and when I would have kids. I wish they could have been here because I miss them dearly and I cannot wait to see them in heaven again someday. I also would like to thank all my aunts for helping to encourage me and helping me with struggles I faced along the way. Thank you, Aunt Sarah for helping with my costumes for Spirit Week and all the other things I needed. I could always go to you because you have so many talents and you're so awesome. Uh, thank you, Aunt Brooke, Brookie, for encouraging me and for being my doctor and helping me with all my ailments and all the things I needed and all your great advice and all the things you've given me. Thank you, Aunt Rebecca, for all your advice, prayers, and support and your love. And thank you for being my favorite aunt. <laughs> and they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, I love you all, <laughs> and thank you, Aunt Tara, for all your wisdom and guidance and love, and all your gifts, and just for being so amazing and funny and kind and sweet to me all the time. I love you all very much, and I want to thank you for being such amazing, awesome aunts. I couldn't ask for better ones, really. I want to thank all my family members as a whole for being so amazing and loving. I would never ask for a better family. I love you all just the way you are. Stay the way you are. I love you all. I also would like to thank Pastor Bell. Thank you, Pastor Bell, for teaching me so many amazing principles and life lessons that you can learn from the Bible. And thank you for teaching me and my sisters some tips about football and volleyball. <laughs> and was, it's really nice. That's why I'm good now. And thank you for letting us go outside when it was a nice day instead of having us cooped up inside because that was such a blessing. <laughs> Uh, thank you, not only for being my teacher, but my preacher as well, and for keeping the same standards for all these years. I know that must have been very hard, and for being such a great example to me and all of my family. I'm so blessed to have such an amazing pastor like you. Thank you. When I was little, I always remember being like so afraid of you, and I 
I think it was because I was intimidated and thought I was, like, getting in trouble or something. But, <laughs> uh, but later on, I came to realize what a nice, funny, amazing pastor you really are. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Pastor Bill. <laughs> I also would like to thank Brother Corgi for being my principal and my teacher. Anchor Baptist School is so lucky that when we had no principal at all, Brother Corgi became the principal of the Anchor Baptist School. Brother Corgi has taught several classes while being the principal, and one of the classes is always a history class because everyone knows that Brother Corgi is a history class. <laughs> everyone knows this. I would like to thank you, Brother Corgi, for being my principal and my history teacher. I've always enjoyed your class, not only because history is my favorite subject, but because you have a love for teaching history like no other teacher I've ever seen. And when a teacher enjoys the subject they teach on, they tend to teach it a lot better, opposed to a teacher who does not enjoy the subject. Trust me, I know. I could tell it was so boring. <laughs> Thank you also for the mercy that you gave us on tests and quizzes because Lord knows we needed that. <laughs> and thank you for all those unexpected pop quizzes that I was never so fond of <laughs> because it taught me to always be ready, especially when you would pray, Lord, bring back to their memory what they had studied. <laughs> and thank you for all the helpful quotes, amazing stories, and life principles that you have taught me. They've had such an impact on my life. Thank you, Brother Cordy, for putting your time and effort in teaching me. I deeply appreciate it. Lastly, I would like to thank Ms. Cordry for being such an amazing teacher. I would like to thank her for teaching me spelling, literature, and for being so lovingly kind and considerate the past four years that you've taught me. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> thank you for all your lessons, gifts, and your love, and most of all, for being one of my favorite teachers. I was so blessed to have such a beautiful, sweet-spirited teacher like you, Ms. Cordry. Thank you. I know that I will miss all my teachers, classes, and friends, especially all the younger students that are growing up behind me, like Ellie, Juju, Maya, Sophia, Rai Rai, Toby, Ethan, Hammy, Hyman, Charlotte, Noah, and so on. There's a lot. <laughs> because they're so sweet, loving, and there are so many of them coming up behind me that I want to encourage them and all the rest of the students to listen to your teachers, to study hard, to do well in your academics, to obey your parents, and to keep serving God faithfully and to always do what's right. I pray that you all have an amazing experience of schooling such as I have had. I am starting a new chapter in my life, but this is not the end. I plan to be in school again very shortly because I plan to go to college, become a teacher, to teach children the same things that all of you have taught me. And I hope with the Lord's help, I will teach them just as well as all of you have taught me. I will miss you all dearly. we will hear from our valedictorian, Cameron Crumfield. That was a very well written speech. I like that. Um, that's hard to follow up on. So, uh, hello everyone. My name is Cameron Brumfield, and it's an honor for me and my peers to finally be graduating after 13 years of education each having a share of friendships, memories, school lunches, and long hours of study. But alas, elementary and middle school years have been finished, and our high school years have come to an end. I've been attending Anchor Baptist School for six years now, and I have to say it's been quite the experience. I have fairly enjoyed it. Above all, I would like to thank the Lord for putting me here and allowing me and my siblings to receive a Christian education. 
also want to give thanks to those who have helped and supported me throughout my school years. Those of you who have sponsored me and those who have provided transportation for me and my siblings to and from school. But honestly, the most important person I have to thank is the one who has been there for me since the beginning. The one who has always pushed me to strive for perfection. My mother. Thank you so much for all the time and effort you have put into helping me reach this point. My mom has always encouraged me to give it my all, and she has sacrificed so much so that I could have a good education. Truly, words cannot express my gratitude. I'm thankful for the mindset and the work ethic that she has raised me to have. And because of that work ethic, during my schooling years, school was lightweight. I've always loved my science classes, like health, biology, and chemistry, and I've always had a desire to learn more. When I was younger, uh, my favorite things to watch on TV or documentaries or anything related to science. So while other kids were outside playing games and developing social skills, I was inside. <laughs> I was inside studying the development and composition of the human brain because because it's fun. <laughs> and not because I questioned whether I had a brain or not. <laughs> now that I'm out of high school, I plan on doing quite a few things. I've already joined the National Guard, and I'll be going to basic training in August. I also plan on going to college, preferably Ohio State University. After college, I want to attend medical school and study neuroscience. Finally, I have a short word of encouragement to the student body of Anchor Baptist School. Those of you have, who have many school years left and those of you who are about to graduate soon, heed these wise words. Don't be dumb and don't do dumb things. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, just don't give up. School may be hard at times. It may become a bit overwhelming, but continue to strive. And with God, you will get there. a special gift for our graduates. When I call your name, please come and accept your gift from Pastor Bell. Cameron Brumfield. Giovanni Gonzalez. This is a present from the Anchor Baptist School to help commemorate your time here. At this time, I would like to ask Pastor Bell to come and provide the charge. This is normally where everybody gets real bored. But, Justin, did you just shake your head yes? Okay. In most awards and graduation ceremonies, 
most of the attention is given about and to the students, but you've already seen a lot of that. Talk about their awards, talk about their achievements, talk about their grades, talk about their parents. But this morning, uh, this morning, this evening, I want to talk to take your attention off of them. And I want to talk to every one of you, especially the mom and dad, the grandma and grandpa, and those of you that decided to monetarily, physically, in every way possible, try to help them achieve what they needed to do. You may not be aware of this. I thought, what is it really, here's where you need to listen, that most parents want out of all of this? What are we really after when we get to all of these things going on? Is their dream for their child a reality? We as parents, we have dreams for our kids. Are they reality or just something extraordinary we're hoping they'll hit? Do parents want and expect too much from their students? I want to look at, if you would, I don't know if this will catch you off guard or not, the investment of you parents, your grandparents, your supporters. I'm talking about financial, drives, food, clothing, whatever the case may be. Listen very carefully to this. Now, this is the Anchor Baptist School's financial standards. I don't know if you're aware of this, and I hope I don't shock you, but I want you to listen very carefully. One student for one year, average payment for that year times is, is $3,540. Times 12 is 42000 400, here's what you're thinking, man, I could have a Cadillac with that. I could live in a nicer place, and that's exactly right. You could have. 40 weeks times five days a week, 200 days times 12 years, that's 2,400 lunches. That's a lot of lunches. 40 weeks times 12 years is 2,400 trips times two trips a day. That's 4,800 trips back and forth to the church, to the school. Maybe you weren't aware of that. 12 years of shoes, clothes, ties, dresses for the girls. Haircuts, on and on. Another Bible. What would you do with your Bible? I don't know. I lost it. 12 years of mom and dad worrying and wondering, can we afford it again this year? Is it worth it again? Of trusting the administration and the teachers again. Of the complaints, the misunderstandings. The, I'm talking to parents. The hurt feelings, the late fees, the unexpected expenses again. Denying yourself many of the things I'm sure that you deserve and would probably have liked to have had. But you decided to invest in them. 12 years of demerits, sicknesses, did not receive the grade they thought they should have gotten. We don't give grades. They earned them here. The bumps, the scrapes, the hurts on the playground. Some of our kids believe the best way to catch themselves when they fall is with their face. But parents, you didn't give up. You did not give up. And I say congratulations to you parents. We've already shined the light on them, and it will continue. But I want to talk to you tonight about these things. From a nervous first year, you've heard them talk about it. You ought to see it. 
the first time they drop their kids off out here. They don't drop them off. That comes later. They go in with them. They cry. They take pictures. They hug them for the last time. They don't want to let them go. And the more kids you have, the more you say, get out. It's time for school. <laughs> that first year, you took that chubby little boy or that chubby little girl, walked them into the school out back, said goodbye to them as their eyes filled up with tears. Yours filled up with tears. Your son or your daughter as you drove off to work more hours to make sure they could stay in school. And there they were, smarter than the rest or dumber than the rest. But they're your pride and joy. They certainly are. You see what happened first grade and second grade, it all consisted of A, B, C, D, E. How many times do you have to say that? When I sat with the little kids out back, to them it's all new. Pastor Bell, I know what one and one is. What is that? It's two. Very smart. So the one next to them, not wanting to be outdone, well, three plus one, that's four. Wow, that's four? Now to them it's brand new. You go like, yeah, it's four. Do you know what 12 times 482 is? No. (laughs) Let them experience a little bit. And then they start every morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Sing it. You know it? What is it? Every day. (laughs) And let's not forget all of the neat rhymes and little songs, they come home and sing endlessly. And what does it seem like they're getting the most out of? Recess. And you're paying for this. Third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. What's happening? They're all getting taller, thinner. That chubby little boy and girl's thin now. They're all arms and legs. They're clumsy. Their teeth are falling out. And you work harder to keep them in school another year. Seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. What are they doing? Fixing their own hair? Matching their own clothes? Deodorant? What do you need deodorant for? (laughs) Perfume? Noticing certain others in school. We're not putting up with that. Wow. They sure are beginning to change, aren't they? Your children. And it begins to dawn on the tired parent. They sure are growing up. In a few more years, they'll be gone. So you just keep working. You just keep praying. You just keep trusting. You just keep struggling. Almost. Not wanting to look forward to graduation day. After all of that struggle, all of that money, all of that work, you almost don't want to see it coming. 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. My, what trials and temptations these years have brought. Other parents and students, they've quit, they've left. It hurt. It broke your heart. It was your friend. And you wondered what you were going to do. Pressures of worldliness you had to guard against. More expenses. Devil coming at you from all directions. But you did not give up and you did not give in. And today... 
you won't see this coming out of public school. Just look at your child completed 12 years and get ready. They're starting to face life. Now, you may not agree with the direction they're going, but let's admit it. A lot of what we put inside of them is inside of them. It's in there. And the, the principal is right. What they do with it now is up to them. They're not little children anymore. Students, what is it that we as parents want in return for those six years, 10 years, 12 years? What is it we want from our investment? I believe parents have a price. I believe that parents have a cost. I believe parents have a value, a payback, a return on their investment. And I can't believe that his speech had that scripture in it. The Bible says, for I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk, that means continue, in truth. All of this investment, what is it we want out of you? Just to continue on doing what's right. Not just believe it or quote it, but walk in it, live in it. Students, it is the joy of your parents that they will receive when you leave from here to know you continued on walking in the way you were taught. After you quit school, so many decide to drastically change their direction. It's the sorrow and hurt of every parent, of every investment that people have made. We look at you and say to ourselves, I, I want to help that one. And then before it's over with, they're nowhere to be found. Now, it doesn't mean life is over. It doesn't mean they can't be reclaimed. It doesn't mean that it's the end of the road by a long shot. But it sure is disappointing, isn't it? So what happens here? You'll find out it is not as hard to please your parents as maybe you think it is. Your parents, your grandparents, your relatives, whoever, deserve for you to walk in truth. They deserve that much. They deserve to know that when you leave here and you're not made anymore, that you continue on in truth. They deserve joy in their lives for the return on their investment. They deserve that. Just need to know that for those 12 years, it was worth it all by their son or daughter, continuing on to walk in truth. After you've graduated, no longer in school, no one making you do right, all of us wonder what will happen. Congratulations, parents, you did it. You did it. 12 years, one year for one student, one year, 40-some thousand dollars. You did it for 12 years. That's one student. You do the math. Congratulations for every mechanic's greasy wrench and every factory's grimy bench, for every night of watchful care and every dream and every prayer. Parents, congratulations. For every hour spent at the mill that helped to pay that high school bill, for everything you've done without, we stand in awe and humbly shout, congratulations. For every extra moonlight job, accompanied by a lonely sob, our hearts beat forth a sincere throb. Congratulations, parents. For wielding, ham for wielding hammers, trial, and saw, we saw your admirers humble, humbly pause to honor you, our moms and dads, and trust our lives have made you glad. Congratulations, parents. 
for every sacrifice you've known, protection when ill winds have blown, for every gift and every meal, we cannot speak just how we feel. Congratulations, parents. Today in cap and gown we stand with diploma you've earned, held firm in hand, with grateful heart that now assures somehow we feel this should be yours. Congratulations, parents. We're very proud of you. This is now the moment we have all been waiting for. The following students have successfully completed the required academics according to the state of Ohio to graduate from the Anchor Baptist School. When your name is called, please come forward and receive your diploma. Cameron Michael Brumfield. Giovanni Gonzalez. Soto. to present to you the graduating class of 2023 of the Anchor Baptist School. conclude the 2022-2023 Anchor Baptist School Year. After that, we downstairs in our fellowship hall, we have some refreshments that we would like for you to enjoy, spend some time with our graduates and with our students, and 
to congratulate them on a job well done. Picture opportunities are available, and we hope to see you down there. Let us pray. Dear Father, thank you so much for this evening, for the wonderful time that we've had of celebration and congratulations. I pray that you'll be with our three graduates as they begin this next chapter of their life. I pray that you'll help us, Lord, to encourage them along the way to be whatever they need as an encouragement and an example. I thank you, Lord, for the wonderful school year that we've had. I pray that you'll bless uh, the refreshments to our bodies in Jesus' name. Amen. The Anchor Baptist School Year of 2022-2023 is officially dismissed. Yeah!